Yeah, there's there's something about that. Just I can't really pinpoint it. Not so much a German accent, but like a feminine German accent, like arms are a corde. No, yeah, there's something about that. I don't know what it is. Get in the van, don't worry. Nothing will happen to you. It's going to be all okay. All right. Just get... It's Don't worry. It's a lovely train. It'll be wonderful once you get there. You'll be working the flea markets. It will be fantastic. You will have a job <laughs> and three square meals a day. No worries. There's <laughs> something about the voice. I can't... It's not the German accent. It's just the calm, relaxed, but then combined with a little bit of the, uh, like pinky out while holding a teacup. Maybe this guy has like a monocle. If he, if he has an eye patch, he's definitely going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no, this guy is running this guy is running a death camp if he has if he has that voice and he has like an eye patch. Anybody who has an eye patch has seen some serious shit. Think about it. Captain Ron, fucking Thor in the movie. <laughs> um, if you know, of course, um Escape from New York, um Snake Plissken combination combination it's not so much if you have an eye patch you can't be trusted it's you have an eye patch and you have not just that accent but that little like like off like i went to proper i went to the most fanciest school and and uh i went to, uh, i can't even think of a german town right now but i went to the most fanciest school in berlin and when i was there i got I was at the top of my class but they said i was disturbed if you can believe that <laughs> I enjoyed dissecting the frogs. It was fun, what can I say? Yes, I didn't kill them first, but that was part of the, uh, the adventure. It was science. That is why I'm here. Oh, so, Doc, um, what did you say where this operation was again? <laughs> <laughs> we need to Don't amputate questions. your leg. But I yeah, just have like a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hangnail, Doc. Like, yes, but it can spread. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. It starts with the hangnail, and then it becomes the gangrene. And then next thing you know, your people are trying are to take sure? over my country. Yes, that's what it's like here in 1941. <laughs> we are not medically there yet. You know... I mean, I could take you out back, kick you in the balls, and give me and you give me twenty bucks, and we call it good. But I don't think you want that, do you? <laughs> I, this all this all this uh, semi-Nazi talk kind of got me. Th- I was thinking the other day because um, we we both saw Ready Player One a few weeks back and both really liked it, and we were talking about Spielberg, and you know, there's different modes of Spielberg, and um, there's, you know, stuff like, you know, Ready Player One, Indiana Jones, and then there's that um, historical Spielberg, which kind of, it's still, some of the Spielberg charm it is there, but it's just not as, um, like, it's, you know, it's like The Post. The Post had a lot of those kind of, like, Spielberg-esque angles, and even though it was a serious movie, they sprinkled in comedy in weird ways, like, mm-hmm. you know. And then you get the ones that are the very real, very harsh movies that they don't happen too often, but it's like Schindler's List. And or Amistad. Kind of kind of this. Yeah, and something like Schindler's List, I was thinking, like... Like, that had to be a passion project. There's no way that's not a passion project. But I was just thinking on the context of, like, what if that wasn't a passion project? What if, like, 
he owed someone a favor and he was making that movie. But then at the same exact time, though, he was still calling a lot of creative shots. Like, it's a lot of the way the movie runs, there was still him just going like, all right, right here, the fucking, we're going to make the girl, make her have some, like, a white dress so we can put, like, a red filter over it so she's fucking red. So when little charred body rolls by later, oh, fuck, it's the girl from earlier, or whatever. Right, Steven, that's, not, that's a great idea. Whatever. <laughs> and I can't remember if it came out before Jurassic Park or that, but it's like, okay, if you got to do Jurassic Park, you got to get this movie out. Watch. Oh, Come on, Holocaust, who the fuck cares about the Holocaust? Steven, that's an important issue to some people. It's like, yeah, but dinosaurs are, like, way cooler. Jeez, guys. Yeah. He's, like, acting like, like, just... acting like it's, like, their dad, like, making them do a report. Like, you gotta do your homework before you play video games, Steven. Fuck you, Dad. Do what I want. Steven! So this is his, this is his homework before he goes and plays, like, fucking Dino Crisis or whatever. Exactly. It's like, that's a um... Steven... <laughs> no, but I could just imagine. Well, I'm just thinking about the concept, just like the way certain things would run. Just like he's just like, all right, so right here, um, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. When you first told me there's an all lady shower scene, you kind of got my hopes up. But <laughs> as it goes on, uh, I think we had two different things in mind here. So I was thinking Porky's. And you're trying to tell me to make this not sexy, or I guess not sexy, but kind of, you know, kind of fun. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when you and the gang were hanging out back in the day. You know, you remember that in the locker room, just, drilling a hole? Just saying. Maybe we could have a scene. Maybe we could have a scene where, um, you know, like, a, like, a, like we got like two bumbling Nazis and like one peeking a hole through the fucking shower. Like, oh, this would be fun. It. <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> No, I, I can just imagine him just even the whole time. Steven's just like, God, this movie, it's just such a fucking downer. No one's going to like this stupid fucking movie. It's just so sad. You know, and like, all right, so how do you want to get this emotional scene across right here, Steven? All right, well, first off, um, dude from Kroll is going to be rolling by on a horseback, and he's going to see that, and he's going to be all, like, shocked. And homeboys gonna be like, oh, fuck. I mean, I got a problem with Jews, but that's too far. That's fucked up. Wait, what would you say? Dude from Kroll. You mean Liam Neeson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, whatever. Kroll, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's I like don't one learn guy. their he's... names, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm like Steven fucking wh- Spielberg. He's <laughs> like... It's one of those things like, yeah, it was, it was either that or it's the dude from, like, fucking Dirty Harry Five, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, shit. He hasn't been in Dark Man yet, so I don't know what else to bring up him as. I just call him Kroll when I see him. <laughs> Yo, Kroll, you realize I'm like the eighth guy on that on that roster, right? Shit, you're the only part I remember. You know, for as much as I watched that movie, just saying. Man, shit, I wish we were making Kroll right now. That's that's a movie I really wanted to make. Shit. Hey, Liam, you want to make Kroll 2 right now? We'll just kind of film it like along like this Nazi kind of camp. Be fun. Be sci-fi. Oh, well, cool. Well, We'll give you, we'll give you like the little like spinny dagger thing. Like I was just one of the mercenaries who died at the halfway point, dude. Don't fucking matter. Look, we just it's sci-fi fantasy shit. You know, there's it was knights in space. You don't want to see that. Hey, hey, you guys want to, you guys want to stop this depressing shit and make medieval shit in space? What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> you know, we already got like a, a camp here. We can turn into a, a space camp. 
You know, that's fun. <laughs> we got a train. We can turn to a space train. You know, kids like that sort of shit. I know I do. <laughs> Steven, just finish your homework. This is some fucking bullshit. Okay, Fucking bullshit. Can't remember who. <laughs> just crosses his arms like in the director's chair. Action! Just slouches down. Just keep, just keep rolling. Just go. Just finish the whole thing. We'll just call it good. It was one long take. It'll be like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Then I can get the fuck yeah, out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be the fucking editor's problem. Whatever, yeah. he's well paid. We'll figure it out. Not my fucking, fucking job. This some fucking horse shit. And he just wins the best picture. Just like, oh hey, what's up? Um, hey, do you mind if you just yeah, transfer that was... over to Jurassic Park instead? I mean, like. It's not, probably not that hard to do, right? You know, you just gotta, like, change the title and the name, and so... <laughs> <laughs> he goes up there, he's like, boy, I guess I'll go up there and take this award. Yeah, this award, you know, got it for, you know, best picture, but, you know, I think they got it wrong, you know. You know how those guys are up there, you know. They're kind of old and senile. They, like, they, don't know, they don't know what they're voting on. They're just kind of... It's like boggle for them. I mean, shit. Curl didn't win. Yeah. Dude, you really hung up on fucking Kroll. Yeah, I know. Kroll was a good fucking movie. No Shit, one even fucking talks about it. Why do you think I got it? Why do you think I got Homeboy from Kroll? Like, why do you keep on calling him that? You know, my bro. My man. You know, he's my home skillet. Steven, my name is Liam. <laughs> Steven, my name is Liam. Nobody fucking cares about that, dude. You're in fucking make-believe <laughs> land now. You make up your own name. But you go by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, because I'm fucking awesome. You'll take whatever name we give you. Yeah, I'm what in control. I get to name everything. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, shitty teenage Steven Spielberg. <laughs> He's always worn a baseball cap. Just like, oh shit, he has the cap on backwards. We know who we're dealing with today. Well, Steven's mostly always wearing a baseball cap in the old days, so now it's just instead he's got backwards and stuff, and he's just got like... Yeah, exactly. Just his hair's just a little bit more wild than normal and so on. Instead of wearing, just like, regular on. glasses, he's just got, like, big old, like, almost, like, aviator-like sunglasses on. He walks on the set. Everyone just doesn't know who they're dealing with today. They just all pause. They all look at him. He <laughs> grabs the bill of the hat, slowly turns around. Someone's like, fuck! <laughs> you know who we got today. If, if, it's, if, it's, if it's the bill forward, he's the cool, most chill, most laid-back, humble dude. But if that, if that thing goes backwards, fuck, man, it's gonna be... You're getting shitty 90s It's gonna be shit, it's gonna... He was trying to eventually, he was he was almost landing on the call it Schindler's Park and having like him right come in running at a T-Rex at the end. We said that's not historically accurate. He said that's fucking lame anyway. <laughs> he was like, yeah, well, history fucking sucks. It's all black and white and dreary and all this fucking bullshit. <laughs> and yeah, we'll have a scene maybe where like... Well, a scene where, like, the kid is walking, and he's, shoot, he's trying to shoot at him, but he just, just keeps on fucking missing. Well, that's actually pretty intense. Yeah, the kid just keeps walking, and after the guy congratulates him and gets keeps shooting at him, and then later we see the kid dead on the ground, so it's like, you can't really, you know, trust this guy. Yeah, well, that's really that's really deep, Steven. And I think it's fucking stupid. I don't know. It's just, it gives us something. I don't know. A kid died in the movie. Kind of funny, right? Can't we just put like a Burger King bag next to him or something like that? Be like, oh, he fucking like overdosed. <laughs> you give him those like fucking Burger King kid hat, like sunglasses or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but um, 
<laughs> Good times there with uh, Steven Spielberg. But hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Donegan. Just in case and... if anybody was wondering what the fuck they just got into. Yeah, uh, I just got a text from Marley. So I just got done seeing Infinity War, which is probably, I'm guessing it's somewhere in the title. I'm going to have to tell Marley about that. I mean, we're podcast about that right now. But, um, yeah, we both, like, it's probably the majority, aside from shitty teenage Steven Spielberg, most of this is probably going to be Infinity War, because I know I have a lot to talk about. about. Well, first, I, I want to give a little bit, a couple, like, shout-outs and mentions and so on before we go any farther in this episode. Um Actually, the other day, or about, I don't know, a week or two ago, on Twitter once again, one of those, like, retweet and win things, I won some comic books from the podcast called Earth 919 Pod um, with Matt and Ian, and they do a comic book show where they just talk everything from movies to new comic books, old comic books, and so on, and, you know, have a good time with it. So I was like, well, that's fucking awesome. Winning stuff on Twitter again. Once again, it goes to show, I've won three things on Twitter before. I guess just gotta put yourself out there. I don't know how it is. Yeah, I won some Mega Man games once. I won some comic books, and then I won some more comic books. Odd how it is, but I want to give those guys a shout out. Other thing too is before we even keep going, um, the new Pizza Boys issue, issue five, is out right now. Death of a Television, all about the love of that TV that's super special in your life. You know, the TV that's almost like a family member, sometimes more than real family members. That's how much you love that TV. <laughs> and when it really passes away, it's like it's it's a sad moment. You know, I feel. Anybody who's ever been really invested in video games slash movies has always had that TV that was just, like, just a little bit above the rest. Like, that TV that was just there through thick and thin. Anything you've done in life, that TV was there watching onwards, like a good guardian. I guess you, uh, you, the TV, because it is loosely based on a true story, that episode, or that issue. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's almost one of those things that I didn't ever really thought of it that way, but at the same time, like, yeah, you've probably spent more time with that TV than other people in your family, so. Realistically, yeah, I probably spent more time with that TV than almost anybody in life. That's the most, that's where it's like, that's why a TV is so magical. And I think some people just, they take, they almost take it for granted, you know? Kind of like stupid fucking TV smack on the side of it. Yeah, kind of like an uncle or something like that. They just take them for granted, and then until they pass away, they didn't realize how cool they actually were. Um, we should. I'm not sure if we actually said it on the show, but we were on. I guess by this point it's old, but, but it feels like it was a while ago. But it, I guess it wasn't that long ago. But we were on Paint It Black podcast a little bit ago. Oh yeah, well I guess because like we, I think we had episodes already in the can before we like did those ones so that's why it's kind of so i mean it, it's still relevant it's only like in the last mm-hmm. week or so so yeah it might uh, be an episode or two behind by this point but, but yeah it was a good time yeah so we were on paint it black having a hell of a time like a big old two and a half hour long laugh fest of podcasting so make sure to check that out that was really fun as always and we got to get those guys on again too there's some more guests we have in the works it'd be just just scheduling them up that's always the thing just got to get those schedules all lined up and everything's perfect there um mm-hmm. Other than that, though, there's other just some small things. It's just like, we always seem to forget about this kind of stuff, but it's like, if anybody wants to be super awesome and go give us either, like, rate, review, share, retweet, so on, whether it be iTunes, I don't really know what more you can do on, like, Spotify and so on other than follow, but I think Stitcher, you can leave reviews and ratings and so on, but for the podcast, just little things like that just to kind of help us out along the way. You can also do that, too, for Pizza Boys, the comic, whether that be on Amazon or Comic Central, wherever you want to do that. I think Comixology, you can only just rate it. I don't think anybody can review on that site, but things like that. I always feel like we always forget to say those things, but it's like, let's get those out there. Just, if you're listening to us right now, give us just a little bit of review. Give us a little bit of that extra share. Just those small things like that. Go the extra mile. But, um, yeah, 
Make sure to do all that fun stuff. And then, as always, if you want to super easily support the show, we got that Amazon link in the description for God knows what signs. It's either Pizza Boys or a movie we're talking about or whatnot. But if you just click that Amazon link and go to Amazon and buy whatever the fuck you want, it just gives us a little bit of support. So, small things like that want to get across before we go any farther into the episode. But yeah, now let's talk about Avengers Infinity Wars. All right, so. Uh, there you go. I, that's what uh, I fucking like, take it now. <laughs> it's I, I I'll be honest. Movies like this sometimes because when I first walked out of Guardians of the Galaxy, I walked out of it like, oh, I like that movie. Then as time went on, like, no, I really like that movie. Um, Avengers was one same thing. The more I thought about it, the more I liked it. I think I like Avengers. I'm, you and me are two of the only people on the planet that like Avengers two more than Avengers one. And I like it by far. Like I like it way mm-hmm. more than Avengers one. Like that's one Avengers- of my favorite ones. Avengers 2 is probably one of my favorite superhero movies. So, mm-hmm. now, I don't like this one as much as that. I, I like the movie. I think it's a good movie. But I almost feel like, and I feel, because I thought people said, like, Avengers 2 had too much going on. Like, it was easy to figure out. I had no problem following it. And I had no problem following this. But this just had so much shit going on. There are points where I'm like, oh, yeah, that person's over there doing this. Well, that's what I kind of liked about it, was the splitting up part. And really quickly, before we go any farther, I saw one more note I had here. I was also oh, on a, an episode of We Talk Podcast, and that oh, kind of cool. just went up. Well, we did two episodes in a row, so one of them came out, I think, a while back, and I mentioned that before. But now there's another episode of We Talk Podcast up, or We Talk Comics. We Talk Podcast is like their almost like website of all their stuff. But yeah, We Talk Comics on there. Those guys are awesome. Super fun guys. At some point, we got to have them on. But go check out their podcast, because it's really cool. It's almost... It reminds me of, like, Fat Man on Batman. Or, like, what Fat Man on Batman used to be. You said you were on there before, and they had, like, Dan Jurgens and all that on there? Yeah, they, they have comic book creators and so on on there. So, yeah, they had Dan Jurgens on there. They had um, Chuck Dixon on there, which is really fucking awesome. That's pretty awesome. So, that's what I kind of feel like, is they kind of got a little bit of, like, the Fat Man on Batman thing going, since, of course... Fat Man on Batman doesn't happen the same anymore, so that, that's kind of nice. But I want to give that shout-out real quick, because I had that little note sitting there, and I just saw that. But back to Infinity Wars. Yeah, so um, lots and lots and lots of spoilers ahead. I, I almost don't think you should call this movie Avengers. I almost feel like... Same thing with Civil War. I don't think you should call it Captain America. I almost think... I mean, I get it. Throwing a, one particular franchise title in front of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like Captain America's Civil War could have been just Marvel's Civil War or Marvel's Infinity War, something kind of like that. Or that one just should have been Avengers 3, even. That's how I always kind of thought. Like that, that, That's almost how I think about it. Like It's always like, oh, yeah, that is a Captain America movie. And granted, Captain America still is the main character of that film, you know? But at the same time, it's just like it's got almost so much going on. I feel like that, you know, if you're going to do a Captain America movie, might as well just be Cap and Falcon and, a, and you know, call it a day. Don't really have anybody else in it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this one right here because there's just so much shit going on it's it's a it's a there's no point where it's boring and there's no point where it's um i, I mean i think there's like a mid-range marvel movie for me in all honesty if we're going like from favorite marvel movies to least favorite marvel it's somewhere in the middle for me i think out of just straight marvel studios movies yeah out of the marvel studio movies yeah, I would say it's a little bit higher than that probably for me. Like, overall, I was actually pretty impressed. Because even, like, it, it's got a little bit of dumb comedy in it. And that's always my fear in all these Marvel movies. But it's not too much that really, pull, like, takes you out of it. There's just some moments in it where there's a couple of those lines. Like, this is the one that just stuck out to me a lot is um, in, when they're in Wakanda, there's the bald chick. I forgot what her name is. But um, she does something where she's like, when you said you're going to open the place up, I thought we we're going to do something like Olympics. And that's fine. And then she goes, or bring a Starbucks in. And that was almost like... 
Ooh, that just brought down the integrity of that character. And I know that's just—I know it's just a small line, but like, you—if you, you want to have this really strong and smart character, you know, what I mean, like, don't make her make retarded comments. That's like one step away from she's like, "Mm-hmm, I wish we could have had to get a Popeye's chicken in here." What do you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. I think the thing was more of, like, satirical. I think she's more being kind of sarcastic. Like, maybe a Starbucks, whatever. She didn't, like, seem like, oh, I really need me some Starbucks. Well, no, I, I, it's not like that. But it's just, it's the thought that it was kind of mentioned that I feel like it almost kind of... It, it sounds weird, but it almost, it takes me out of the movie for just a moment. Like, I, for a second there, I, I almost get this weird, like... You know what I mean? If it was Deadpool said that, it would be like, oh, okay, that's totally fine. But for, like, when when you're kind of trying to watch a movie that's, you know, supposed to be serious... Those little lines like that sort of take me out. And this is the odd one. Tony Stark, who's always the guy who's got more of those lines than anybody else, I felt like barely had any of them. In fact, I thought that this was like one of the most dialed-in Tony Stark experiences I've ever seen. Well, plus he's almost kind of getting near the end of it. So he's like, all right, let's be a little bit more... He, he was like just more like stressed out and more frustrated the whole movie rather than being the guy with a bunch of quips. He might say a few little small things here and there. Now, now I really like uh, Star-Lord and the Guardians of the Galaxy, but... I really think they're trying a little too hard to make them be the funny ones. Because that, that little Starbucks line, that didn't even really bother me at all. But the thing that did um, was, I feel, cause I, you know, you got different writers writing for all these characters. Before, you know, before it was just like, okay, I, this these couple of writers and these couple of directors mm-hmm. maintain this, this series. So now, like, all the, that, now you kind of could almost see, like, all right, that is definitely someone else someone different writing for that character right there. Cause the whole thing with uh, star Lord, when um, he's all like, when they, when they, when he bumps shoulders with Thor, he's like, Oh, he's not all that good looking. Like all that shit with Thor and the guardians right there. That was just a little too ha- trying too hard to be funny. And I know guardians of the galaxy, their thing is humor. I get that. But this one felt like that whole scene where he's on their, he's on their vessel and all that. And he's just trying to imitate Thor. Like he's talking like me, he's talking like me, like that, that kind of thing. Like that just kind of brings shit to his screen. I never, and clearly I'm guessing you probably didn't like that. Yeah. I thought that was kind of corny. Like to me, it, 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 it takes me out of the movie just a bit. And I don't know if it's one of those ones, if it's almost like justice league where it's like, okay, once they get all together, we got to kind of make them all have extreme personalities now. So the guardians are the funny guys. Kind of like how Batman, you know, he's a smart guy. So he comes in, he's like smart, 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 smart. Flash is the funny guy all of a sudden because he's in the room with all these other guys and he's kind of funny in his comic even though he's not really. But around these guys, like, well, what's his thing? Oh, he's gonna be funny. What's uh, yeah? What's Hal Jordan's thing? Well, Hal Jordan's kind of the wild card, so you don't know really just... which again. He can either be a serious character or a funny character. It's Hal Jordan. You don't know <laughs> exactly. And I guess I kind of got a little bit of that with this because Captain America. I mean, you know, everyone has their own story. I'm gonna say this is still probably of all people. This is Thanos' movie more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had, to, if you had to go, I guess you'd say Thanos, Gamora, Tony Stark, and Thor. I, I mean, everyone has their moment to do something. Yeah, but I'm going to say Captain America kind of takes a backseat. Spider-Man is more of a supporting character. Uh, even, uh, even uh, T'Challa is more of a supporting character. So. You know who's actually in it, like, actually quite a bit, though, too, is Doctor Strange. (laughs) He was, he seemed more of kind of, like, exposition machine and kind of, like, um, there for, because he, clearly, he was, for a split second, I thought, okay, he's there at the beginning, now they're going to go try and save him the whole time. Like, oh, no, he's actually part of the team now. And it's one of those things where I feel like watching this movie, 
I could show I could show like probably my parents like the other Avenger movies or something, and they'd be like, oh, "Okay, this is cool." This is one where it's like my, my dad. He he like some some of these things are hit and miss with them, but he liked Doctor Strange. He liked Guardians of the Galaxy. One of his favorite movies, and that was and not MCU is Deadpool, which really surprised me. Uh, this one right here, though, this is one where I think he was just be like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Yeah, this one's definitely like like a lot more comic booky than I guess the other ones. Um, even one thing though I do like is even when it comes down to comedy, just once again comes back. Tony Stark's almost like very redeeming in this movie. Is he literally even fucking tells Spider Man like, "Yo, fucking cool with the pop culture references," and it's just yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Like Tony Stark's the guy that like fucking stopped that shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's the one putting his foot down on that. Yeah, he's finally like, "Fuck, I've had enough of it." Shit, I might have been the guy who started this, but I want I'm gonna fucking end it. <laughs> Well, this movie, it definitely, it definitely kind of, I'm sure that was their intention, got, like, surprised me with expectations. It wouldn't surprise me the least bit if it was part of their marketing campaign to tell all the different actors, like, yeah, uh, this is the last one I'm contracted for. Really? Yeah, last one I'm contracted for. Oh, fuck. And then, like, probably today, maybe it already happened, or tomorrow or whatever, we're going to find out that, like, okay, they're actually... They, they they were supposed to just go out there and say this is the last one they're contracted for or whatever the fuck. And I'm sure there's someone out there like, oh, there's already set photos for the new movie coming out, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting here thinking, all right, well, Iron Man or Captain America, both of them might die, but one of them is definitely going to be dead by the end of this movie. Totally fucking wrong about that. Yeah. And, and what, and, um, um, uh, I was right about Loki, but you never know, he can come back. I was pretty sure, uh, like, Nebula was going to die. but uh, (laughs) Oddly enough, she survives. Yeah, well, I just assumed just because she has all that that history with Thanos, and, you know, she's a side character, so I'm like, okay, so she's probably going to die in this movie. But they do this thing where I'm not really too worried or concerned about most of these characters, just because when I saw, okay, the second I saw uh, Bucky die, I was like, oh, fuck, really? And then I saw T'Challa go, and I'm like, okay, I'm not worried. Wanna know why? Because I know Black Panther 2 is being made. Well, exactly. Well, that was the thing, though, is, like, I think that was almost kind of dumb of them. There was two characters that I felt like it was kind of dumb. It almost took it away, like, is Spider-Man and fucking Black Panther. Because you're like, no, they're not going to kill those two guys. You know what I mean? Like, they could kill everybody else but those two characters. Yeah, fucking right. Are they going to kill those two? And it's almost like, by doing that, it pretty much just tells you right away. It's like, yeah, they're all coming back to life. They're going to deus ex machina this shit. And it's exactly. going to be fine. They're going to get a hold of that time stone and, you know, if you could turn back time. And then next thing you know, that's the only thing that I felt like, see, because when you kill characters like Bucky and so on like that, you'd be like, oh, shit, I guess you can. Or Vision, because they're like, well, he's not really a human. He's just a robot with emotion. So, uh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, people don't have much of an attachment to him. The one that kind of bummed me out about the movie, though, is that it's like, why the fuck they're like, what, what, is Hawkeye and fucking Ant-Man gonna show up? It's like, no, nah, they're off on a fucking hike. They said, fuck anybody. Like, we, we're off doing our own thing. Don't even bother us. Like, it's just what I was, I was like, couldn't they just have a cameo? They don't have to be in there that much. But I just felt like that was such like a, yeah, whatever. They're not gonna show up. Fuck you. Well, they're gonna be in Avengers 4, so. Well, yeah, but it's like, I mean, obviously they'll be in something else. But I just felt like it was one of those ones, like, to have a movie this big where you have everybody else, just to kind of, like, not have those two, it's like, oh, okay. That's kind of... I mean, I'll say this, it sounds weird, like, 
Ant-Man, I feel like it, that one you could almost not have him because he's got his own movie coming up right away. But Hawkeye should have been in here. I thought that was kind of goofy not to have him like in the Avengers movie. You got like one of your main Avengers characters, and he's off just fucking like, fuck this, I'm going to go home and kick it on the couch. Like, Let me actually say uh, something what I, I thought this movie was essentially going to be. What I thought that this movie was going to be at the end of the day, because they said this was going to be a two-part movie. Part one and part two, Infinity Wars, what it was going to be called. I eventually thought they were going to do this thing where it's clearly not the last one, but it's almost kind of like, okay, Captain America de- is dead, Iron Man is dead, maybe a couple of side characters are dead. So now things are definitely different, and we're just going in a new direction, and we're going to stop Thanos by the end of the day. That's what I thought this movie was going to be. Then I feel like, oh no, this is very much a part one, part two. And they got Ant-Man coming up on the heels of this, as well as Captain Marvel after that, then Avengers part four. So, Mm -hmm. that right there is one of those things where I'm not as concerned. Because when I first heard all this stuff... I, I kind of knew some character... I mean, I, I wasn't surprised to see Scarlet Witch. Like you said, I wasn't surprised to see Scarlet Witch or Vision go. But the second you kill off people who I know have big films coming out <laughs> later down the pipe. It's like... I don't want to be a dick because I know not everyone keeps up with this shit like you and me. But it's one of those things... Most of their audience keeps up. So they know, like, alright, well, Black Panther's not really dead. So there's no reason for me to be too sad. Same thing with Spider-Man. Though I will say the part where he goes, that was actually kind of hard-hitting just because you see he's always trying to be like uh, a kid acting like an adult and in this you actually see he is like ha- acting how a kid would and be like just fucking scared like what's going on? what's going on he's just grabbing him, like i don't want to die i don't want to he just like like turns to ash right there it's not like tell your like i fucking told you to stay on earth well he would have died anyway but he was just randomized who, who went and who, yeah who went. i thought the i thought it was a good mix-up because it was one of those things like well, plus, when Groot died, and Rocket was like, Groot, like, nine girls in the audience simultaneously, oh! <laughs> well, that was, this is, like, the weird thing, because this is, like, obviously, like, when you get kind of, like, the most, like, almost, like, retarded audience members known to mankind almost show up to this, where, like, they start fucking clapping every single time something shows up. Except for, this is the most saddest thing I fucking saw. People, you know, like, you know, Robert Jr. shows up, they're like, oh my god, oh my god! And then, you know, Captain America shows up, like, and, you know, and everybody else knowing the fucking mankind, the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, doesn't matter who it is. But fucking Falcon comes on the screen, and there's, like, maybe, like, one guy in the background, like, yeah! <laughs> like, that was <laughs> it. Far back. It was just, like, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's a black thing. And then all of a sudden, fucking Black Panther comes out, though, and people are, fucking Black Panther! No! Ooh, ooh. And it's just like, okay, nope, it's... They start doing that chant, that gorilla, that whole yeah, gorilla clan starts doing... Like well, except for it's mostly always women that do this. I know I, I know it's not really a man thing to do as much to stand up and clap and scream and yell as much as it's like... Because you can always hear it's like women doing it. But it's also <laughs> as one's like, no, they just fucking... People just don't care for Cap... Or not Captain Falcon. <laughs> they just don't care for the Falcon very much. I feel bad because that's one of my favorite characters is Falcon. Anthony Mackie fucking kills it every single time. And poor... Shit! Iron Man or War Machine got way more cheers! <laughs> I wish Anthony Mackie had his own podcast, because whenever I hear him in an interview, he is Fucking funny as hilarious. fuck. I know, he's, he's such a good you know, comedian, actor, everything known to mankind. It's like, But I just feel like his character himself, I just think, is really badass. Like, if it was up to me, I'd make a fucking Marvel movie where it just was like him, Hawkeye, and fucking like Bucky. All the characters that don't get enough recognition. Like, 
You couldn't call it like what would you, what would you call it? You couldn't call it like the sidekicks or anything. Like it'd be, that. It'd be like, like the movie that's not going to make nearly as much money as every other Marvel movie, but maybe people will see it. There was this '90s, uh, this very short-lived '90s Avengers cartoon, and I'll be honest, it was before I read comics, so I didn't even know it was Marvel at first. And it was just all the uh, it was an Avengers cartoon, but it was all the offbeat Avenger characters, and like no Captain America, no. Uh, I'd be probably more into it now, but it was um, it was Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye was the main guy of the team. That's awesome. It was uh, Captain Marvel, the 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 man version, of, or was it Wonder Man? I don't remember which one. Um, if it was Captain Marvel, it was the man version of him. Uh, it was Scarlet Witch, Vision, Falcon and ant-man and that was the team and i'd be up for seeing something like that now but at the time though i kind of i was before i read comics so it was this i, I knew by iron man captain america thor hulk and then you i didn't like, know hawkeye because well, hawkeye used to be like the biggest like he was used to be like one of the main like five avenger that's only recently has he been like demoted he was it was one of those things i knew of hawkeye but i didn't know what he was called and this is the, he wasn't in the traditional outfit. I knew him as the guy with the bow and arrow and this perp with this purple kind of like owl looking mask thing, mm-hmm. and he didn't have that. So I didn't really. I just knew there was the bow and arrow guy from Avengers at the time. I didn't really read comics until I was in high school, and I knew of a bow and arrow guy from Marvel. And they're like, oh, oh, that's that dude. That's that dude. Okay. Now, what channel did that one come out on? Because I don't even remember that. It was channel. on. I want to say it was on Fox Kids, but it was like at the very tail end of it or something like that. Shit, because that Fox Kids was the one I always watched. So that's the only reason I say it. I didn't think it was on that because it's kind of like almost like the Iron. I was wondering if it was on like the same channels like Iron Man and Thor, or not Thor, but Hulk and uh, Fantastic Four because it was like once somebody says like, oh yeah, that was on UPN. It's like, oh yeah, no wonder I never saw any of those ones. Uh, funny enough, I want to say. I, I just watched some little like uh, video essay about the animated Marvel universe back in the '90s. The one that got it rolling, the first two that got it rolling, was Iron Man and Fantastic Four. But the ones that actually kept it going and kind of saved it was X Men and Spider Man. Well, that kind of makes sense because the Fantastic Four one, like I always thought that came out. Well, I thought that one came out in '94 though. I could have swore that's what it was, because I have the whole com- complete collection of that one. But that show really feels like... Because I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be in the same style as Spider-Man and X-Men. And it's like, no, it's actually done in more like an 80s style. So it has more like, we're, you know, where are the four? Fantastic Four. We're going to go on an adventure. Ben Grimm's like, fuck you. Suck my dick. Fantastic Four is awesome. And it's like, that's almost... More I like, like how he just grabs the microphone for a second <laughs> and just like, uh, back to the course. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's more like one of those ones where it's like it's not taken as like serious as like uh, X Men and Spider Man. It's more like has more of that like, oh, Graham, what are you up to again? You know, it's like we gotta save the day. It's like, oh, I fucking hate saving the day. I gotta walk through every door, and you know what? None of them are my size. Laugh track. Laugh track. But what do you want to do, Ben? I just want to fuck and suck. <laughs> It's a it's a kids show. We can't write that shit in there. Let's <laughs> well, see what happens. We're gonna cancel. As long as nobody else is saying it, but Ben, people, it's, people can understand. <laughs> I just like that. this big stone Goliath, just always gritting his teeth. Just like Ben, what's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> just ang- always angry, always horny, always just wants to fight. It's the worst combination to be in a big stone body. And the thing is, it's like that show. It's still a good show, but it's not like a legendary show like the other ones. You know what I mean? 
It's yeah, more like, no. it, it reminds me like it, it that that's what you would almost say that that is a kids cartoon where X Men and Spider Man's like no that's like an all ages show. I want to say it was Iron Man got it going, and then that, and then right behind those was um, Spider Man and X Men. I'm just going off what I remember. I could be wrong here on the timeline. I think it's X Men's first. I want to say X Men came before Spider Man. I want to say Iron Man came out before Spider Man. Iron, I, I think it did. And then as it went on, it uh, I want to say voice actors from those other shows came back. So it's like cementing, like, oh yeah, so those shows are in the same continuity, even though they may have, they they're owned by the same company, but different different teams and studio sort of studios worked on them. So, but we're making this all in the same con- uh, continuity. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that partway into Spider Man, Incredible Hulk came out, and that got great reviews and it was well received but it just it was on a weird time slot so that didn't go as well it's also it's on upn so you only like half the people get it that's the downfall of upn is it's it was a station that was only on um cable it wasn't on Mm -hmm. antenna or satellite speaking of hulk for a second um oh yeah anyway so this i want to say this so the other avengers show apparently that one was not set in the same universe that was some other like okay well we did the whole spider-man um, X Men, that that whole big thing, we did that. So now let's tr- try and do another one, new, another universe, and that's what this show was, apparently. And apparently, once in a while, Captain America would roll in, like, "What are you kids up to?" Him or Iron Man, like, "Oh, hi, Captain." So just like, you think they'd use him to fucking sell it? I mean, I, I get that they'd be, I get they're trying to probably push care, like get introduce characters the kids, introduce ca- uh, characters the kids don't know as well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you think you'd have like. Hey, it's everyone's favorite uh, big green guy, the Hulk. Like, hey, you know. So, yeah. Well, I, that show still sounds interesting. I'll have to track that one down because that that just sounds like my favorite characters from the Avengers, right there. It's just all the it's just all the offbeat characters. It's like Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Falcon, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Ant Man, and like I said, I think it was either Wonder Man or um, Captain Marvel. Was he wearing a speedo? No, it was. Oh wait, Wonder Man is, is some Mariner is not was his, was his other name Wonder Man at some point. Yeah, sometimes I I just know that they call him Wonder Man as well too. So I think he has. Two maybe names. maybe I'm mixing up maybe I'm mixing up someone else. He had a black shirt with a M on it that was and um I think it was an M or a W and he had red sunglasses. So I think it might be Captain Marvel or whatever. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll, I'll have to check that one out. But yeah, I I just feel so bad for Falcon. And people are kind of like, oh yeah, there's that guy. You know, Mister Birdman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, poor, poor fucking poor Anthony Mackie just does not get the same, does not get the same credit as everybody else. I feel like that's if Hawkeye would have showed up, that's how that probably would have been too. Been like, ah, that guy, huh? Hopefully he dies at the end. That's how people would probably react. I was actually avoiding uh, IMDb. I mean, I saw the trailer coming out, and I was actually kind of avoiding IMDb and all that kind of stuff because I wanted to be surprised by who was in it, who was not in it. I remember going to the poster and looking at the poster and seeing like. Don't see Jeremy Renner. Don't see Paul Rudd's name on here. Oh, shit. I'm just glad they didn't do the thing where Thanos just comes by. He's just like, I made a quick stop. And just drops down like a broken bow and arrow. Yeah, it, it, yeah, just that's it. Like, Because that's always kind of like sucky. Like, but um, I, you know he's going to come back and have like his... Mo- I wouldn't surprise at least if they try to do some shit like he's the one that kills Thanos. Like the last guy you'd expect. So there's a reason why they're like, fuck you. There's a reason we kept this guy around. All you bitches who said we got to get rid of him. Yeah, he fucking like shoots him like and like the around the kill. He's like, oh no, no. Just leaves My him fucking vulnerable. Weakness. 
he just falls to his knees like, it fucking hurts! Oh! Oh, God! Oh, I'll Jesus! S- I'll say this. I mean, usually the whole, like, retcon deus ex machina thing kind of annoy- annoys me, but I'll say that I kind of hope they sort of do it because this beginning, Thanos rolls in and destroys they're all the remaining Asgardians. Which, that was another from- part, too. It's just like, oh, you thought Thor 3 was bad, how they were fucking micing out, like... We'll fucking come in right here at Avengers and literally, like, let's just get the fuck out. Like, anybody who's an Asgardian, just get the fuck out of here, because we don't want you in our pictures anymore. Apparently, Valkyrie and uh, Krog died off screen. Yeah, apparently they're just fucking gone. Uh, fucking, uh, what's-his-name just gets fucking stabbed right there of a spear. <laughs> so, like, they even aver- they even put um, Idris' elbow's name, uh, Hemdel. Hemdel yeah. They put him- He's just like, oh, there's Idris Elba, one of, like, the like most popular actors in Hollywood right now. Stab! Like, oh, this is... You're talking about how you want to be Green Lantern? Guess fucking what? You're Stab. free to do that now! Get the fuck out! <laughs> just fucking kicks him off the planet and everything like that. It was almost to the point where it's just like, I almost felt like... Ultimatum? Well, no, well like, yeah, sort of, but it's almost like, just kill Thor. You know what? Well, might as well. You're gonna kill everything else. Just get rid of Thor. Just minus him out. Let's not even have him be in here. Let's have fucking Fox make the Thor movie or something. Like, obviously, you, you don't want it much. Now, granted, that Thor does come back around, and they do actually make him the strongest character at the end of the movie, but it felt like you literally had to sacrifice everything of Thor just to make him the strongest character. It was just, I almost felt like still kind of like... You could tell that that's, out of all the Marvel characters, that's the one that they kind of, like, all the main ones. They're like, eh, Thor is kind of the one we care about the least amount. So he, he's kind of like, th- they, they kind of treat him almost like a side character, even though, granted, he's in this movie actually more than you would think. I think they like Thor the character. They're just not big on his world. I yeah. think what they wanted to do, and plus, I'll, I'll say this, this movie had so much shit going on, I honestly think you could probably trim out some of the side stories uh at first i mean because i like the idea they give him the axe instead of the hammer so he's going back to forge i like that whole thing that, well that and part's they, badass and they, they got they got peter uh dinklage and they're just like all right peter dinklage you're gonna be painting a dwarf I'm like okay of course we're gonna be a dwarf what if we like um what if we like um scale so what if we like you know use the scale to tool and just make you a lot, lot fucking bigger what yeah you're a dwarf but you're fucking big <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. We know. Put on this beard. Yeah. It was funny because there was a guy, there was literally like a little person sitting right next to us. And like I thought about the most, I don't know why it crossed my mind, just the most dickish thing ever just to lean over and kind of like slap him on the chest. Be like, dude, dude, it's your guy. Dude, it's your man. (laughs) Represent. Represent. Like... I'll, like, I'll, well, like people, all, I'll be like, yo, yo, not all of us just fucking want to be Peter Dinklage, just saying. Well, it's one of those things where a lot of people, uh, you, and, you and me are the two of the only people in the world that don't, but a lot of people love Game of Thrones. But, like, so I don't even he, think of him as that, I just think of him in all his other movies. Well, when he comes in, it was, I'm just thinking of that, like, so when he comes in, a lot of people are like, oh, shit! Because they just watch Game of Thrones, they see he's, they, and, like, they're even kind of laughing when they saw the scale of him, they saw he was this giant in the movie. But, you know, I thought that was kind of cool. So, um, I thought that whole part was cool. I'll say this. For the Guardians, they're just trying too hard with some of the humor. But I thought the the um, back and forth between Thor and uh, Rocket, I thought that was really good. Well, I felt like that's sort of what, fi- like, almost that kind of fixed the Guardians is when they split up. Because I thought that was actually a really cool combo. Was like, it's Thor, Rocket, and Groot. I'm like... 
I want to see fucking more of that. I thought that that was such like an odd, yeah, because because in a sense, like if you keep Thor serious, don't have him cracking any jokes. I don't think Thor's really like should be used as jokes. I think he should be a serious character. You know what I mean? But you have Rocket, who's he's like one of the few characters like he can really crack as many jokes as he wants because that almost feels like that's his calling. Him and then Groot, and even teenage Groot was like, okay, it's like I I, I get it. It's like that's trying to be funny. I, I'm just waiting for. When's Groot going to grow back up to be Vin Diesel again? I assume somewhere in, like, Guardians 2 what was going to happen was um, they were going to be, like, some situation in the Zero Hour. He went from being a little baby Groot and grew really massive all of a sudden, became the big Groot we all know. Yeah, just grabbed, like, some tree steroids. Like, Well, no, there's the part when Ego starts to collapse the planet or whatever, and everything starts to crush in. You see little baby Groot crying and screaming. Screaming. I was like, okay, what's going to happen? He's going to get stretched out right here. He's going to turn all big and then, like, save the day or something. Yeah. And, oh, no, that doesn't happen. Like, oh, Teenage Groot. Well, Teenage Groot isn't as, like... The, the Teenage Groot's not... I mean, because I, I like cute little adorable Groot or big, hulking monster Groot with a heart of gold. I like those two Groots. You don't need snooty little Teenage Groot. That, that's And I don't hate him or nothing, but... I'm just like, it's not as funny or clever. He's just sitting there playing Space Defenders all the time. And, yeah, I get it. He's a teenager. They're on their phone or whatever. You know, I, that, that was one of the things of, like, does anybody know a teenager? Well, I used to be a teenager. Well, I, I know that. But, I mean, does anyone here does know anybody, a teenager? I, I used to be a teenager. <laughs> like, I did. Well, what do you remember from it? Not a whole lot. It was a dark time. I was playing a lot of Game Boy, and I was trying to get my dick sucked by anything. Um, okay, well, I guess right. we can have Groot trying to get his dick sucked, but uh, he'll play Game Boy then? Well, that's going to probably push up to an R. All right, he'll just play B Game Boy. Maybe Defenders? Okay, all right. I think that's almost kind of how they landed on that. And plus, it was just... Well, some of those things, I could see... Well, that was just easy to... Because you have so many characters. It's probably just easier to write a character like, all right, what's Groot doing? He doesn't talk much. He's playing Game Boys. And then it, he'll give one or two moments to shine. Okay, cool. Or then you'll have a moment where it's like, all right, got to bring Nebula into this. All right, how about this? How about most of the movie, she's in a torture room, and then she breaks out and helps fight at the very end. Okay, that works. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's fine for certain characters like that. I mean, like, the Groot yeah. one's like one of those ones, like, I, I, I just want to see Groot come back to be in, like, you know, regular Groot at some point, because that's such a cool character in itself, you know? When he turned to Ash, I'm like, there's no way they're going to stop selling stuffed Groot toys. They're going to fucking... He's coming back. No fucking way around that. That's why I can't take that people turn to Ash thing all that serious. Well, yeah, and it's like one of those ones, like, as I said, like, it's some characters like Bucky and so on. Like, Bucky's probably like, finally, shit, put me out of my misery. Because <laughs> just mm -hmm. Bucky's life... Bucky's life is like, Captain America had, like, everything great. Bucky just got the fucking shit end of the deal. Well, Bucky was the guy kind of just looking out for his little guy friend. And his little guy friend one day went to the gym and started drinking protein shakes. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, man, turns out that I'm the baddest motherfucker in this whole goddamn country. What do you say about that? Hey, let's go bitch slap a guy with a red face. Which, actually, that surprised me. Yeah. Well, no, I thought that was actually really cool. But I just think of, like, Bucky in general. It's just like, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's like in, the, in you know, like the actual, like, comic book version of it. It's just like, it's that same story. Just his life's even more shittier. Like, he just keeps getting brought back out out of time just to do shitty work. Like, here, boy, take some steroids. Now go kill somebody for me. Okay, now go back to sleep again. Go take a nap. Yeah. And then I'll it's bring, also... Bring bring... Red School will bring you out every once in a while when he needs something to fuck. <laughs> you don't need to defrost in the way. Just defrost the head. Just there defrost we go. his ass cheeks. 
But wake him up, though. I want him to know what's going on. He is fine like he is now. I like it cold. We know, Johan. We know. <laughs> yes, I know you know. No, but, uh... But no, I thought the Red School, like, cameo was fucking badass. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome there. Because that's the main thing I always thought. It's like, dude, they gotta bring back Red Skull at some point. Come on, that's one of the, that's one of the biggest fucking Avengers, like, villains. And it's like, he really just had his one movie and that was it. It was just a Captain America movie. I'm not sure if what it is, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll see a movie and I'll be, like, surprised, but I'm never like, <gasps> I, I'm always surprised whenever I see a movie. And it's usually these kind of movies, like, big event movies like this. Where it always brings out people who, I, I'm just, I'm not sure what it is. I mean, I'm not trying to be, like, a condescending dick here, but whenever, like, a certain character, like you said, would come on screen, like, oh, yeah, oh, like, all right, cool, they're excited for the movie, okay, oh, he has new nanotech armor, that's cool, whatever. And then you do the thing where they cheer whenever a certain character comes on, but then Red School, kind of, like, you just see some shadowy figure to make the new I- Infinity Stone. And then some shadowy figure walks out. It's Red Skull. And I was just like, and I just thought in my head, oh, Red Skull, cool. But you'd be like, oh! Like, are, are you, okay, all right. <laughs> I, I just don't, it's I, one I of those... don't get that either. This is the worst part, though, is it, once I got towards the ending battle, people started fucking cheering, like, every punch. Like, and clapping. Like, dude, it's like, you almost want to just turn around and be like, dude, shut the fuck up. But you know you'd be, like, the minority if you said that, so it's almost and... not worth it. Oh, it's like, well, it's like Kev, if Kevin Feige or if you knew, like, people who worked on the movie were in the audience, I get that. But, and it's one of those things, there's a time, it's kind of going back and forth. Because there's times where, like, that would really annoy the fuck out of me. There would be point, reach a point, like, you know what, these people like that movie that much and it's good to see it getting in, in credit. I get that. But then this movie had so much of it, though, because it was just, like, every, like, it was making references to, like, you know, because the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he makes, like, a great hero named kevin bacon and then spider-man says something like yeah that was a stupid line too i was like one how the fuck does she even know who kevin bacon is and two it's just no because like... he told her he he probably told her that same thing because he says like we're Earth's mightiest heroes like oh like kevin bacon so he probably told her footloose he's like like footloose he's like yeah like that that part right there like i kind of got that whole thing i got where they're coming from oh yeah that. that's, then... and that, that's the weird one i feel like the footloose line is fine but i think that uh mantis mentioning the kevin bacon thing almost seems like eh that, that seems like pulling it a little too far because I, I feel like because that, that's almost I, like oh my god this kid this kid understands me like you know because he's in a world where nobody understands him he's always like yeah it's fucking gay <laughs> well, he's like since when was it ever like what like, I, like that line was kind of funny i thought but just like he's just some, almost made it feel like some douchey kid like yeah whatever spider-man what? spins his hat backwards fucking puts his steven spielberg sunglasses on <laughs> whatever man spider-man Jurassic park's better no um <laughs> I could see it being one of those things, because that whole part was, um, I could see Star-Lord just always talking about this shit and telling him why this movie's so fucking amazing, or why why Cheers is good and all that. And after a while, you think they would be like, dude, I'm never going to be on your fucking planet. I'm never going to see this stupid fucking show. Stop telling me. So that's, that's kind of, I'm not, not trying to nitpick that, but I can honestly see that being a thing. Like, why is he always telling us what these things we're never going to see? Well, I don't care. I had like an idea line that came up like when they're kind of like they show the Guardians guys and they're playing like 70s music again and so on like that. I'm like, that would have been a perfect moment for like like a rocket to kind of go like, you know what? Can we fucking switch the genre at some point? Like just like almost like a little laugh just because it is one of those ones like it's almost like, OK, I get like we're wrong. the Guardians Galaxy has awesome soundtrack, but it's almost like I think they kind of almost like live off that like a little too hard. It's like, yeah, yeah. We, we get it. You know what I mean? I mean, this movie's only like it only does it once, but you know. 
I feel like the um, there's going to be a joke. This is just me guessing. The way Marvel does a lot of their jokes, which not, their jokes aren't always bad. It's just sometimes they're misplaced. But or there's too many get, of them. I think that's the kind of thing. Just, there'll be a good joke, and then they'll throw three or four right afterwards, and almost kind of like uh, you could have just had the one joke, you know. <laughs> so here's a here's a joke. I'm pretty sure is going to happen somewhere in Guardians Three. This is just me guessing. He has a he has a Zune now, not an iPod, a Zune. Mm-hmm. So it means he probably has something other than seventies music on there. I'm guessing there's some point where they're probably gonna get ready for a battle and he's be like, Here we go, he hits it and it ends up being some like really random, lame ass hit from the late nineties or early two thousands. We all forgot. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, let me switch this. Uh um uh uh, who, put, who put it on shuffle? Uh, okay, here we go. And then it's some like rockin' 70s or early 80s song. I can definitely see some yep. kind of joke like that happening. I, I feel like that joke is like the inevitable. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, it sounds like I'm... Here's the thing. I like the movie. It sounds like I don't because I'm just talking about all this shit about it. But I did like the movie. I think it's just one of those things It's just so... There's so much in there. It's just so jam-packed that... I mean, I'm wrong. I definitely want to see the next one. But it did surprise me because I was expecting this to be more of a, not the ends, but at least a end of a ch- end of like Marvel Universe as we know it. Now it's going to be, okay, now we got to focus on these characters because these guys died slash contracts ran out. But I think that's going to be all resolved in the last movie. Well, as well as ones too, and like I kind of thought, like when me and Laura were watching it, I almost we said afterwards, I'm like, you know, I probably would actually like enjoy this movie. I, I liked it a lot, but I'm like, I bet you I'd enjoy it even more, like watching it at home away from everybody in the audience, because I was almost so distracting that I felt like I missed certain parts because of that. Because the thing is, when people fucking like talk like retards or start going, ah! it almost like takes you out for a moment, and then you almost got to get kind of resucked back into the movie. So like it would almost be, I, I'd like to watch it just away from everybody and just like really be able to indulge it. And then, mm-hmm. other than that, though, it's like, I, I actually did really like it a lot. But I was I was actually kind of surprised. Like, I thought the movie was, because at first I remember, like, they were talking about, like, oh, it's going to be a two-parter. And then all of a sudden, that two-parter thing went away. So I thought at first, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be a straight, almost like a solid movie. And there's it's not going to be really a two-parter. And I really thought that Thanos was just get, either going to kill people, or they were going to kill Thanos. And it was just going to kind of end there. And then it would just go on to, you know, different stories. And it was kind of surprised. Like, oh, no, they still are going off the two-parter. They almost pulled a fast one just by... Not saying it was a two-parter, and then kind of going to it being a two-parter. We actually didn't even really talk about Thanos so much. Um, and that's actually the best part of the movie, I think. I thought they did an amazing job with Thanos. And I think that Thanos is a great character, because he's not really a bad guy. Because really, like, what he's doing is a very just action. He's just the kind of the guy who's saying, like, Yo, somebody's got to get the fucking balls to do it, because here's the thing. We can't fucking live with an overpopulated, like, world, you know? And my thing is, like, I'm not ki- I'm not picking it, you know, based on, like poorness richness you know class race anything like that it's all fucking random mm-hmm. and his whole thing is except for me i fucking survived just saying <laughs> uh, well, he, well, he... i took my name out of the random equation it wouldn't surprise me if, it, if they gave him the option to do it like he probably yeah he'd do it just so we can see it but they they left up the thing he's trying to court death he's trying to please death because he's in love with death so that's the thing they left out maybe they'll get that in the fourth one but the way they play him off because for a second i thought he was almost going to be like i'm doing this because i'm evil and i just have but the, the way they write him though and the way josh brolin plays him he does a really good job of still being sinister still being frightening mm. but not being 
this big overarching bully. I mean, he is an evil dictator and all that, but the idea that he doesn't come, he doesn't try to come across that way, and he sees a little bit of fight in Gamora, and they actually expand that relationship because the only time we ever seen him is just sitting on a chair, peeking around a corner for a second, yeah, exactly. and then being kind of like a big a big villain in Guardians from a distance. Mm-hmm. And then the part where he actually sees Gamora. And he says, like, hey, why don't you come over here? And, you know, he's just trying to be nice. And as they're killing all her family, he blocks her. Like, don't look, don't look, don't look. Shows him a knife. He's like, see, you could have that. It's all about balance. That whole part, I he's actually, because I was like, there's no way. I mean, I didn't think I was going to walk into this movie hating Thanos or anything. But I was pretty sure I was going to walk away. He's just going to be another space villain who likes to punch some shit. And this one, I'm like, oh, they did a good job of making him... I mean, he has a very simple goal, but they did a good job of giving him enough personality, and I think a lot of that comes through Josh Brolin's performance. I think so, and as I said, it's like to me, it's like most one's like I was sold on Thanos. I'm like, fuck yeah, Thanos has got the right idea. I get it. It's one. Of, it's it's that job that like nobody wants to fucking do it or say it, but somebody's got to do it, and he's the man who's who's going to go the distance. And you know, of course, everybody's like, no, we, we, we're not thinking ahead in the future. And Thanos is like, fuck, I've been thinking about this shit all my life. You know what I mean? Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> I was also surprised to see that he actually cared about Gamora. Because the yeah. whole thing is, he always, like, he only cared about proven death. And, like, you have to give something you love. And that, I thought was kind of a good scene, even though it was, Bob was a little dragged out. But he's like, you have to kill what you love. You love nothing. He's like, it's not true. I'm like, what? I do love one thing. He looks to her, like, oh, shit. So I had a feeling that it was going to go there for a minute. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, I was like, well, he... I know something's going to happen, and once they said that, I'm like, okay, he's going to kill Gamora, but for a split second, I was like, oh, he, I was just waiting for the moment for him to just grab her by the neck, like, because he's always being very calm and very gentle with her, and then I was just waiting for the moment, I was like, you listen here, and grabs her by the neck, and then we just see, like, angry drunk dad come out with, like, the infinity belts or whatever. But the infinity belt. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like a belt with all of the What? Exactly. I was expecting to see that shit come out, but then Just watching fucking Red Skull fucking jerking off in the corner. He's like, There's, there hasn't been somebody here in forever. Yes, this is very nice. I like it very much. It's like this is as good as Bucky's butt cheeks. Yes. Fucking <laughs> all wide eyed. Just like just like a poster on the wall that just says Bucky's butt cheeks. <laughs> fucking like like Red Skull just hunching over it like yes like it's just got like a hole in it he's like fucking the poster. <laughs> <laughs> like how they have those displays about where you can there's this place like, oh, get your picture taken next to a cardboard cutout of John Solo for the new Millennium Falcon for the Han Solo movie. Get your, so like, get your display, get your picture taken at the Bucky's butthole picture. <laughs> this poor fucking so Bucky. Just Sebastian, like, what? what's his name? Sebastian Shaw, Sebastian Stan is like, wait, you want me to do what in the next one? <laughs> yeah, just be like. Be like, and then I gotta have a moment of Captain America. It's like, you knew this poster was hung up in his house, and you didn't do anything about it. Be like, like, yeah. Did you know how much he touched that poster? I didn't want to touch it after that. Shit, I don't know what else he did with it. I, I just kind of let it stay. <laughs> like, like imagine like a fucking Red Skull was like at some point because he's been some other realm of existence for a long time. If he went to some kind of space prison, like there's that part in Shawshank Redemption where they have that. 
girl from like the original 10,000 BC in the bikini. And they pull the, that poster down. There's like a hole in the wall. <laughs> like, instead of like Bucky. <laughs> no, they know, but that it's it, instead of that, like that, that was his escape. Instead of that, it's like the fucking Bucky poster. <laughs> Bucky's butt cheeks. <laughs> And he's crawling through, like, the ass part of it. I'll just get fucking weird and stupid. <laughs> just, like, the ward comes and catches him. His legs are just sticking out, kicking him backwards. Like, oh, I'm stuck in the pitcher. Somebody help me. Help me. Red Skull craw- crawled through a river of... <laughs> Crawl through a river through of, a of ass to get out of here. Oh, that would have been fucking. It's getting weird. weird. It's getting a little too. It's getting a little too. Rule for 30, uh, 34, 34, 39, What is it? Rule thirty four. All right, whatever. I have no um, idea. But um, if uh, if you think of it, if you if you if you think of it, there's porn of it on the internet. I think that's rule thirty four. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh right, the Thanos thing. I thought they did a good job with that just because he was this big... He was definitely a force to be reckoned with. And he actually was scary. And he just wasn't this big to me. I thought I thought he was going to be like Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse, actually. I thought he was going to be a lot like that. Where yeah. he's just like, I'm I doing grand skin. I'm evil and blowing shit up. And like, that's what a lot of those characters are. But I never really read a lot of comics with Thanos in it. So... Um, but at the same time, yeah, though, really, I think about it, I'm like I'm like I don't even know if I've actually have read a comic with Thanos in it. It's like I learned about Thanos from the fucking Capcom video games. It's like who the fuck is that purple guy? Oh, that's Thanos. Oh, okay. And from that point on, like you know, maybe he appeared. God, I don't even think he, he doesn't really appear in like. Oddly enough, it's like he's not even in like a whole lot of like the games or I mean probably some of the later ones, but like. Even like some of the TV shows, like I don't know, maybe he appears in like the Iron Man show or something like that. But it's just like. And he probably appears in, like, the newer Avengers ones. I just never have seen one where he was in it or something like that. But it's just like, yeah, it's like he, he actually wasn't a character that was, like, I guess super advertised beyond comics for the longest time. I remember him in, like, a couple of comics that I read. He wasn't ever in a whole lot, but a couple of Thors I read and I think some Avengers. But he was more of, like, not even so much. I mean, he was a villain, but he's more of, like, we've got to bump by Thanos for a second, ask him some shit, and, you know, get in a brief tussle with him. He's like, now get the fuck out of my house. Like, okay, you know. So... I'm, you know, it's one of those things where I wasn't expecting to be disappointed by the character, but I was expecting it to be. I was expecting, because everyone's always talking about how Marvel has lame villains. Not lame villains, but like in the movies, they're never really all that fleshed out. And there's always a couple exceptions, mm-hmm. and I think everybody agrees Killmonger is one of those exceptions. Thanos, definitely one of those exceptions. And then I really liked um, Vulture from Spider-Man. Yeah, and uh, the other one that really I mean, well, I, I, when, I, when I think when they say that they're not thinking of Spider-Man characters nearly as much because the idea of that a Spider-Man villain's not fleshed out, you must not like Spider-Man that much. That's all I have to say. I think, I think, I think they're talking about like Avengers and so on. They're talking like MCU. They're talking about MCU primarily. Well, yeah, um, I mean, and I know like it's like yeah, the, the, those Marvels. But I think the, like when people said that statement, that was one before like even the other Spider-Man came out. And I think it was kind of, like, before... Like, and I don't think people were thinking of, like, the other movies. I think they were just thinking of, yeah, straight, you know, Marvel Studios films. And I... Everyone always complains about Ultron. I really liked Ultron. I like Ultron, too. I thought Ultron was just a character who was... He wasn't... He wasn't too deep of a character. He was just like, what am I... What am I? I'm programmed to save the world. And what's destroying the world? 
humanity. And he happens to have Tony Stark's personality, so he's kind of snarky. He talks kind of like a douche, mm-hmm. but he's also got like just a tiny, tiny little bit of humanity to him. So, and I think that's he's an interesting character for that. At least in the movies, in the movie. Whenever I saw Ultron in the comic, he was always mean robot must I break. I know Ultron. You will pay. I know no love. Love escapes me. What is love? Is Ultron love? <laughs> and then you get Red Skull. Red Skull will show you what love is. Oh. I am the color of love. Now turn around, Ultron. <laughs> why does love hurt so much? I don't know, but we must find out why. Through science. <laughs> no, um... Another thing about that was uh, regarding... Yeah, this is the reason why we didn't really want to bring Red Skull back too much, is he just seems to have this infatuation to try to fuck everything. (laughs) He's like, when you were beaten by America, you will try to fuck everything too. It's just the the way we are programmed here. Shit, you Um... beat the Nazi out of that guy. (laughs) Now he's just got rape left in him. (laughs) No. Running a death camp does something to a man. Yeah, I will no, say, um, speaking of America, you know what's one thing that kind of, like, slightly bummed me out? Is, okay, you know that part where, like, Black Panther's like, get this man a shield! And it's like, oh, fuck, yeah! And then it's like, they just kind of give him, like, the Cap America little, like, side shields. And I know that Cap, he has shields like that before, but it's like, he can't fucking throw those, like... He, he's nomad now. Yeah, well, it's just one of those ones, like, I, I, I know where that's coming from, but it's just one of those ones, like... No, get him a real fucking shield that he can toss. That's, like, what makes Captain America so fucking badass. If he can't do his one pinnacle move of throwing a fucking shield and watching it ricochet off people's faces, that, that, that kind of bummed me out a little bit there. It's just like, once one's like, shit, you guys make this, you know, shield stuff here. Come on. Do it. If that was the last... If that was... If this was the last one, I would be a little more... Uh, like, for a minute, I was, spl- I was thinking about that. Because I was like, okay, there... At some point, I'm like, okay... This has to be split into two movies because it already feels like two and a half, two hours and fifteen minutes by this point, and that's not enough time for them to fight Thanos, for Iron Man and Captain America to shake hands, become friends again, and then finish off the fight. That's not in the they because that's got to happen at some point, I assume at least. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really disappointed about that because this is like okay, this one he's not Captain America, this one he is Nomad, mm-hmm. and then the next one. It's not going to surprise me the least bit if Iron Man gives him the suit, the, the uh, shield back or something like that. Yeah, no, I, it's one of those ones, like, I, like, that's what I mean. Like, I understand where it's coming from. I just think it's one of those ones, like, as far as, like, a movie goes, it's kind of like, it, it's just not nearly as interesting to, like, watch Captain America fight without a shield. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. it more as Captain America than <laughs> Nomad, but, but I appreciate like, they went out of the way Black for Panther's it. like, here, I made you a new shield with your with your flag on it. Just got a big old fat Confederate flag on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, that's not really our flag and stuff. And just kind of like holding it up and just being like, well, there, there, there's no time. You got to use it. Go out there with it. Oh, fuck. Just like Falcon. Just like trying to hold, like cover it from Falcon. Yo, Cap, give me a new shield. Oh, never mind. <laughs> or it's like one of those things like at least just like, the people here in Wakanda don't know what it means what if like he what if like uh, T'Challa did know what it meant and he did it just to fuck with them so <laughs> yeah, he just came, just go stand out there with the rest of them like oh hey guys how's it going though <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like well it's, you just see like War Machine and fucking Falcon just stand there like oh no, no. they just look at him they, they just look at him they just go like three spots over 
<laughs> just Don't like, here, Cap, I made you a new hood, too. Fucking Black Panther comes out, puts <laughs> over a white hood over him. He's like, this is fucking funny. He's just, like, leaning over to, like, all the people of Wakanda. Okay. I know you okay. guys don't get this joke, but believe me, to his people, it's fucking hilarious. Okay, let's do the thing. Huta! Huta! <laughs> Why is he dressed like a ghost, my king? Uh, don't worry about it. It's funny. Watch. Halfway through the fight, I got, I got, a, I got this awesome plan. There's literally going to be, I'm going to press this button and fucking burning crosses are going to come up. Do you think this joke is really like the right time when we're trying to fucking fight for the fate of the, you know, the world? He's like, it's the only time I can do it. I might not get another chance. Never had this many Americans in this one place. <laughs> yeah. Shit. No, yeah. Um, no, I'm definitely looking for the next one. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I sound, I had like some small gripes about it here and there, but I ultimately though, I, I guess because I was just expecting more of just one complete movie mm. with like a lot of action because I thought it was going to be like, okay, Thanos is on like, Thanos came by, fucked some shit up with Thor, and then Thanos comes to Earth right off the bat, and then um, Thor and the Guardians roll by together at once, and they all fight together and save the day. That's what I assume this movie is going to be. I didn't realize it would be going like four different groups going off in their own direction, doing all these different things. So I assumed it was going to be like basically two, maybe three groups, not like four or five groups, however many it was in the movie. And I think it was so, like five. But at the end of the day, though, it was... Hmm? I, th- I think it was almost like five groups because that's what I thought was almost kind of smart about it is because it can cut back and forth between stuff. Because you had you had you had Captain, you had Iron Man's group, you had Thanos, you had Thor and um, Rocket, and then you had um, Guardians by themselves. Guardians by themselves, but they kind of I guess they joined up. They eventually of, merged. They, ev- they, they merged with the Iron Man group. Yeah, and that's they all eventually merged together. At some point. So, you know what is another kind of thing that was actually kind of goofy? Like, uh, overall, I, I like this movie a lot, but, like, I, I do think there was just some weird, like, moments where it's like, why didn't that happen? But, okay, you know when, like, Hulk can't turn the Hulk and then he puts on the Hulkbuster suit? I thought that was awesome, but I really thought that what was going to happen is that Hulkbuster suit was going to keep going to the point where it's like, he loses an arm, then he loses the other arm, and the next thing you know, he's got a torso, and the Hulk eventually just, like, busts out of the Hulkbuster suit. Like, I thought that would be such a cool-looking scene. It's just, it's such... It's weird that it's like, yeah, we didn't decide to do that. I assumed that he was in... When I saw the, just the Hulkbuster suit and the trailer, I just assumed that, that he was in Hulk mode already inside that suit. I thought it was going to be something like that. Um, then how would Tony the, fit in there? Like, Tony's like, there's like... You know I mean, like... They got... He, he, he's got, like... I'm sure he's got some kind of thing that could change sizes or whatever like that. And he's, you know, he's got that nano... I, I thought maybe it was just, like, a similar variation of the... Like, a new variation of the same suit or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. They're like, okay, well, he's having trouble turning into Hulk, so that's what he's, he's going to be wearing this. I'm going to say... I get it. Bruce, like, Hulk's the badass, but Bruce Banner was a little, like, tripping over his own balls most of the movie. He really was. It's just like, shit, how's this guy not dead yet? Like... You know I, I will mean? say that part when um, they they all meet Doctor Strange and Wong for the first time, and he's like, "You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards right now." That, that's like one of those lines that that was kind of funny. See, oddly enough, it's like Tony Stark. I felt like all his comedy lines actually worked in this one. He was the one who didn't really have anything kind of like goofy or something like that. You know, one part I did think was kind of dumb is like where Bruce Banner shows up to like Wakanda and it's pretty much like. Um, Black Panther's sister's just like, yeah, you guys are a bunch of fucking retards. This is what you had to do. It's like, oh, oh, really? It's just like those kind of moments in there where it's like, eh, don't make Bruce Banner just seem like he's a fucking like retard because Bruce Banner's supposed to be just as smart as like anybody else out there. 
like almost like, yeah, you didn't think about that. Oh, I, I guess we didn't, you know, just to kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I always feel like there's better ways you can word that around instead of just like a fucking like cock slap to like certain characters. I think they're trying to do is that, oh, she is so smart that she's the only one that thought of that, which I get. I mean, it's all this technical, like, um, pro like, a uh, um, pseudoscience bullshit but i mean i guess the thing was oh i guess if we did that we'd have to she said there's trillions of little little things i have to detach from this and just hopefully i don't fuck it up and that was like i think the thing was and they, I, I did like the part where they it was a, it was a good joke and then they actually had their reason for it right off the bat which was uh scarlet witch came down helped them out in the middle of the battle and they said like the uh, bald chick was like why was she up there? And then it cuts back, like, oh, that's why. She was guarding Vision, because that's when one of the uh, people from the Black Order came and tried to fuck shit up. Yeah, no, no, no. See, and that's the one that works well, too. And another line that I thought was actually really good, too, was, like, when Thor's like, here is my buddies. And he's like, the, and it's like, I am Groot. And he looks, he's like, I am Steve Rogers. Like, I, <laughs> see, like those are jokes that work. I just, I don't know what it is. It's just, like, like the people at Marvel, and I, I know why they do the stupid jokes. Because perfect example is you go to the theater with a big crowd, and you see a lot of people laugh. You know what I mean? Like, the stupid jokes work well on the mom and pops from Oklahoma that aren't that bright. But I feel for the people that want to take the thing kind of serious, those stupid jokes kind of take you out of the movie. It's just like, and it's just weird. It's like, it's almost like they don't know the difference. And I don't know if they, or maybe they do know this. Maybe they're like, yeah, we put stupid jokes in there because there's stupid fucking people out there. Mm-hmm. Marvel. <laughs> You'll pay to see our shit. We yeah, fucking know it. Yeah, we can put the stupidest joke in it. And guess what? You'll come see the next movie. You know why? Because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Marvel Studios. Give us your money and get the fuck out. Yeah. Wait till the after credit scene. Yeah, wait for the after uh, credit scenes and you get you see Nick Fury finally because you but you're wondering what he was doing this whole time. I will say you know, what, got... what if we just cut to the scene it's just like fucking like Nick Fury, fucking Ant Man, and fucking like um Hawkeye just all like on like a hike, like, yeah, good thing we decided to get together, guys, and go take this nice hike. I wonder what the rest of the world's going on. Ah, fuck the rest of the world, you know what I mean? We're out here, so it's, it's all about being men and so on, you know? <laughs> just hey, man, where are you going? Oh, I don't know, I'm disappearing. Oh, no, he can't disappear, he's got another movie. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm coming back. Oh, sorry, I was just shrinking, guys. <laughs> you fucking dick. Well, then, uh, I th- they next they got Ant-Man and Wasp, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to tie this into that somehow. Well, that's like kind of wonder, too. It's like, I'm like, is that either going to be, like, a prequel movie to this, or is it going to be, like, after, like, everything kind of, like, went down? It's like, oh, shit. I'm Could- wondering which one that would be, but I could definitely see them doing something, like, either way. Like, what's going on? Oh, that's weird, like, at the very end. Or if it's one of those things where, since the disappearing act of, you know, a few months ago, or whatever the fuck... That, or I could see it even having, like, almost, like, a Resident Evil 3 kind of thing, where it, um, it sort of takes place before, um, Infinity Wars, and then in the middle is, like, where Infinity Wars sort of happens, and then, like, the end of the movie's almost, like, post that. Sort of like mm-hmm. what Resident Evil 3 does to Resident Evil 2. Well, uh, Captain Marvel, it's gonna be, um, that movie's gonna take place in the 90s, mm-hmm. and that makes sense, because right there, when Nick Fury, I like how they, they finally say, we can't give him motherfucker, but we can imply, he's like, mother, and he disappears, you see what he types in, a little, it was a pager. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so he's paging someone back in time. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what he was doing. I I, I didn't know if it was that. It was, it was kind of futuristic looking pager, so it didn't. Feel well, like it, it was like it looked it was like a pager with like a bunch of like futuresque things attached to it, and then it was the Mar- Captain Marvel logo. Mm-hmm. So 
he's probably warning her about like, yo, shit's gonna go down in the future. Yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe that's what it was. I didn't I didn't think of it as like time travel. I thought of it more being like, uh, hopefully you're alive, Nick. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it is sometime. I just heard the movie's gonna take place in the '90s, and I saw it was a pager. So maybe well, I'm wrong on that. Well, but we'll see I, I, I knew that one's in the in the '90s, the prequel one. But I, I I didn't know if it was gonna be like one of those ones where it's like that movie starts off in the '90s, and then next thing you know, it ends, and it's like okay, now we're up to speed. Mm-hmm. I actually want to look that up real quick. Did that was I? Did I just think that was a pager, and was that some kind of crazy little super sci-fi yeah, thing? I, like, that didn't even cross my mind that it was a pager. I mean, like, it looks like a pager. To when me, you mention yeah. it, it looks kind of like one, but it looks more just like some type of shield technology. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Regardless, I'm looking forward to all the the next couple movies. Well, the nice thing too is they're they're finally starting to take Marvel movies serious again. So that's what I like with Black Panther in this movie because last year was just like laugh fest, which will probably be laugh fest again once Guardian of the Galaxy three comes out. But other than that, though, hopefully, you know, Ant Man and Wasp should be about a good like middle of the road kind of movie. Like I think they'll get that one just nicely dialed in. Hopefully, Hawkeye has a fucking cameo. Um, good things. I hope like Hawkeye that. kills Thanos. I really do, too. I hope he does. And I hope he, like, fucking chucks a pebble at him. He doesn't even shoot a fucking bow and arrow. Just be like, yeah, see? I could do that. I don't need fucking superpowers. And sometimes people always bring that up. They're like, well, he doesn't have superpowers. I'm like, well, neither does fucking Black Widow. You know what I mean? People, like, And she's fucking allowed to be in every her, fucking so. movie. You know? And some of the other mm-hmm. characters don't either. Technically, you know, um, yeah. fucking War Machine doesn't. I know he's got a suit. But, I, you know what I mean? Like, if he falls out of that suit, you know what I mean? That's it. You know? Falcon doesn't have superpowers either. Yeah, yeah, it is one of those things. They're all biased towards the guy with the arrow. It's like, oh, you come know. the fuck on. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Well, Bucky's got fucking super soldier serum as well, so he's in a robot arm. I do like how I, I do like how like uh, Rocket just saw like I will get that arm. Yeah, I will get that arm. Also, like how he like implies that he like stowed that fucking eyeball that Thor puts in in his butthole. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that even that whole part was just like. That's even a callback because he's like, I need that guy. I need that guy's eye. That, that was even a callback to like Guardians of the Galaxy One. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool, and that's what I mean. It's like almost like that. All that stuff worked really well the second that like Thor and like Rocket were together. That was a good mm-hmm. team up. I thought. I thought that was just you know cool stuff. But yeah, overall though, like as I said, like I like that movie a lot. I bet you the second time I watch it, when there's no fucks around, like it'll probably be even better. Um, I was kind of surprised that it didn't just kind of have like a definitive ending. Like it was actually it was a part one going into part two. Yeah. Well, it definitely had a little bit more of an unsettling ending where it doesn't have, because every movie, every Marvel movie ends on the cool ending credit sequences that are usually CG animated and it has like some big epic music and this one ends with like Thanos just looking out there, gets a smile of contentment, then sits black. down, gets a cup of like, you know, like, like lemonade, it's like, life will be good, I'll, this will be nice, good place to <laughs> retire. Just, Got my rocking chair. No, no, the genius sits down, black, sad, sad orchestral score. I'm like, oh shit, no big da 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 none of that shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, but yeah, Avengers was awesome. But you know what other movie we haven't got to talk about that was fucking amazing that came up the week prior was Super Troopers two. I have not seen that yet. Oh, I thought you went and saw that the other last time we podcast. No, it wasn't. A, I didn't see it. I was gonna go see it, but then it wasn't playing at the theater. I thought it was. It was it wasn't until a few days later or some shit. Ah, oh, bummer. Because that's the thing is, I, I kind of afraid that movie is gonna be knocked out real quick. So you may, you might want to go and really see that. Well, since you didn't see that, I guess we won't really talk about it. But all I have to say is that I was really impressed with Super Troopers too. I thought that movie was super fucking dialed in. 
Yeah, it's one of those movies that, like, uh, I'm surprised it took it that long for it to get made. But, yeah, I, it's a movie I definitely want to see. It's yeah, list. it's well worth it. And then the, the odd thing I thought about, it too, is it has this feeling like it literally feels like it could have fit in with Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Just in Which sounds like such a... Well, because like, they just got these, like, hardcore Canadian, like, kind of themes to them. And it's just like, I don't know what it is. And even the jokes kind of feel like in that same similar style. I was literally waiting, like, oh, there's going to be like a Kevin Smith cameo in this movie. Like, no way there's not going to be with how much like this is like, feels like totally like Kevin Smith. It almost felt like almost like if Kevin Smith fucking directed Super Troopers 2. I actually need to see, I need to watch Super Troopers 1 again. It's been so long, but um, I remember loving it when I saw it. I actually have it. So Super Troopers and it, like, of course, Super Troopers always holds up so well. I just I just went through like a marathon of watching all those guys' movies again, and um, yeah, it's just like they're always so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check that one out. That was when I was meaning to check out, but then like the theater was playing out. Like, oh, it's not playing here for another few days. Like, oh, what the fuck? Okay, whatever. Yeah, make sure you see that one before it goes out of theaters because I'd, I'd be afraid it's not gonna be there too much longer. Especially with, you know, now you got, like, Avengers coming in, and there was something else, like, somewhat big that was going to not... Well, then you still have Rampage is still pretty big, and so on, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, fun times ahead. Did you see Rampage, at least? No, I didn't see Rampage. I'll be honest, I wasn't that interested in seeing it. Oh. I just always loved Rampage as a video game, so it's like, oh, of course I gotta see it. Plus, it's got... I, I see anything The Rock's in. It's like, eh, it's got The Rock, you know what I mean? I like, like the I like The Rock, and I like monsters and all that but i just i don't know it just didn't jump out at me rampage is a game it was fun but i never really i mean i'll probably see it eventually i just i wasn't really dying to see it i think it was a couple things for me it was like it was the rock it was the game it was the director like all that stuff kind of coming together i'm like i know it's gonna be fucking badass and that's exactly what that movie was it was just like this is super good super well paced super well put together it was awesome mm-hmm. yeah 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 um marley just got back to me on something he says hashtag thanos 2020 it's like oh he'd probably be more he'd probably be a better do a better job than trump i'll just say that right now well yeah because thanos is like well he's not a bad guy though and he has like the right ideas it's like one of those ones i mean like you could see like you're not supposed to side with that kind of you're, you're never supposed to side with anybody who kills but a lot of times these people that have to kill it's because they're stepping up because somebody else isn't doing it that's the thing is that they're, they're I, making they're making the ultimate call that nobody, that regular people can't do. You know what I mean? And there's always that thing. It's like, well, how is he? You know, how is he allowed to do it? You know, who's who's the one to judge who get who gets the die? He's like, it's not me. I put it in my computer. See, he's like, fucking pulls out like his fucking laptop. See, it's it's a random program software. Yep, paid twenty five bucks for it and everything. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, he's like, um, I mean, no, you're wrong. I'm. I think he's a good villain, but no, I get I get the whole thing. It's like one of those. It's they're trying to make it like a like an Ozymandias kind of thing. Well, that's what I mean. Like, see, and I love Ozymandias. That's one of my favorite characters too. And it's like I, I'm totally on his side. I get him 100 percent what he's doing. He's saving the fucking planet is what he's going for. And Thanos, I, I even like in the movie too. They even have that scene where it's like, check it out, Doctor Strange. You fuck. Look at this is what my planet used to look like. And then I told everybody that we were, we were on the brink of destruction and we're gonna have to get rid of half the people. And they didn't believe me. And look where they fucking got. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, that was a perfect example. It's like, hey, I'm, now I, so you see what happened to my planet. Pretty cool, huh? No, it's not pretty cool, isn't it? So, <laughs> that's why I'm going to help out the rest of the fucking universe. I wish this was word for word the conversation they were having. <laughs> cool? No, I didn't fucking think so. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't fucking think so, huh? Mr. Doctor Strange, the wizard man, does whatever he thinks he can. But he ain't Spider-Man. <laughs> he's hey, like, no, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Spider-Man. 
Oh. Yeah, go back to your pop culture references. I'm fucking Thanos. Huh? Why is, he, why is he talking like a fucking like a fucking yeah man listen to me I'm fucking Thanos I'm talking like fucking Ted Nugent <laughs> Ted Nugent I got a plan it's gonna save the fucking universe let me tell you. we just need more guns that's all we need all the yeah. guns fucking mm. you know what I mean we gotta fucking arm everybody be safe that way if we're all if, as long as we're all pro gun and everybody like knows how to use a gun then we should have no problem see Thanos, 2020. Thanos, 2020, fuck you. But uh, I think that's what I like about the Thanos character, though. It was one of those ones where it's like, that's a villain where you're like, I wouldn't even call him a villain. I don't, I don't even think he's a villain whatsoever. I mean, like, he's a villain, I guess, towards these characters, but he's really not doing anything wrong. You know, he's, he's just making the hard call. You know what I mean? He's like the guy who's on, like, a lifeboat, and there's only six people left, and it's like, somebody's got to be fucking eaten. You know what I mean? Who's going to make the, you know, somebody's got to make the call. It's got to be the fat one. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. He'll last us the longest. You know, where you go, it's almost got, and I know that always sounds like, well, one's like, that almost seems like such like a conservative approach to like, it's like, you know, the liberal answer is like, we can all live together, but it's like, it's not realistic. Some, you know what I mean? We're not going to all make it if we all try to live together. You fucks keep, my, keep my made. thing. It's the guy, the guy always says, some of us got to go. It's like, okay, you first, not me. <laughs> that's, that's the thing about that. So, you know, like it's never the guy offering. So that's, I think that's always the flaw with that mindset. I mean, I get where the mindset Unless it's fucking an era where like his dad's like, Oh, I'm gonna fucking do it. Fuck you, son. You gotta live. In the air. In the arrow. That's right. He well, it's like he killed the other guy on the boat, then killed himself. He's like, oh, now you can eat my dead body, son. Eat live, me. damn you, live. Start with the start with the thigh. It's the juiciest, most tender part oh, of the it's human be body. So good. It's gonna be so good. Remember back in the day when we used to go camping and go barbecuing? That's what it's gonna be like. Son. It's gonna be. By great. the way. It was back in the day. You didn't realize this, but when I would leave out for like the weekends, you ever seen me surviving the game? I was out there hunting homeless people. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what, what you're what gonna... you were eating. That's that jerky I brought home. Homeless people. Just so you know. <laughs> but it's even like perfect example going back to like Thanos' plan. It's like think about it in history. You know what I mean? Whenever there's like fucking mass destruction of other people, the years that follow are always the best of the best. Like, when the no, fucking Black Plague happened, killed two-thirds of fucking Europe, got the Renaissance afterwards. Oh, Just I know, saying. I know. I know that's Who knows? how it happens. When Thanos does this, you never know. Might be a new Renaissance. Just saying. Shit. Everybody's going to be fucking eating good. Everybody's going to be living the fucking dream, you know? We're not going to all be in poverty anymore. Thanos is fucking... He's, he's keeping us going, you know what I mean? Like... No, I get, I get where you're coming from. I get what you're saying. We, 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 the I'm sacrifice saying... we have to make is we don't get Black Panther and Spider-Man, but... I think it's well worth it, you know what I mean? Like, I think it is. I think this, this Hawkeye is going to get his fucking chance. So I'm all down for Thanos' idea. And they're probably going to make Shuri the new Iron... They're going to make her Iron Harder, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. One of those weird things. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah. Good times in movies. That's probably a good place to wrap it up. Whatever else will go on for fucking ever and so on. But, um... Make sure to check out oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, comics, cartoons, and more. Till then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And we'll see you some other time. Later, folks. Thanks again for listening to the Old Man Orange podcast. Be sure to check out oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, comics, animations, videos, and a whole lot more. You can easily support the show by buying something from one of our Amazon links on the website or in the show's description itself. Doesn't cost you a penny 
but every single thing you buy from there just by using that link to take you to Amazon helps us out a bit. You can also really help the show out, though, by spreading the word the good old-fashioned way. And rate and review us on all the sites that you find this podcast. Anything from iTunes to Podbean to Newgrounds, YouTube, you name it, any little bit helps. Give a sub and share it to your friends, family, any jamoke you see out on the street. You let them know about Old Man Orange Podcast. Be sure to check out the Old Man Orange comic book, Pizza Boys, on both Amazon and Comixology. Till then, we'll see you some other time.